Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fix? Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier, and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real-time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash Modern Mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love Mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I am a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. I love food, trying new things, creating art and being a perpetual learner. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. It's Jess and Laura. We're here. We're catching up. We're here. And Surprise hosts. Who would have thought? Surprise hosts. Surprise. It's us. <laughs> and before we get too far in, because we always do this, darn it, we want to give a shout out to our Patreon, some new Patreon members. We're so excited. We're so excited. We are like legitimately the hat place is so special and growing. Oh, so I mean, fun. growing daily. It's just, it's phenomenal. And I was sending out, so Ashley is on, I'm going to get distracted here again, but I, I will not, we will not forget to mention these, these ladies that are joining us. But since Ashley's been out on maternity leave, I've been kind of like really a lot more, I mean, I was active than there before, but a lot more active. And I get to send out texts to our all-access mamas. And like, mm. there's been some cool conversations going on because the podcast that went live yesterday was about lightening the logistical load. And we kind of talked in that episode about like how we feel, at least we feel a lot of times there's like so much running in the background of our brain, like, you know, just thinking about all the things that like need to get done and you know, for our partners, our dogs, our kids, ourselves. And it was just like, I had asked a question in that, the text thread that I sent yesterday and got some really like just interesting feedback. So it's a special place. It's a, a place for more like deep connections, continued conversations from like topics that we chat about on the podcast. And so if you're looking mm -hmm. for that, please join us over there. It's, it's a, it's a cool place. Yeah. Coming out just like Sarah Kane. And Megan Marshall did. <laughs> Yay. Hi, welcome. Friends. Welcome to the Patreon fold, friends. And we're so happy to have you. And we're just looking forward to getting to know you more. Yeah. And spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell your moms. Tell your sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Thus far, we only have women in there. But I would say it's, it's everyone is welcome. So Yeah, absolutely. Join us. Come hither. Oh, come hither. Join us, our flock. <laughs> it's not a cult, I promise. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> or is it? I guess come you have to join it. to find out. <laughs> oh, oh heavens. 
I needed that this morning. <laughs> Me too. Man, what a week. <laughs> I can't wait to dive in because I saw something on your stories yesterday and I was like, it was like literal, like a record scratch. And I was like, what did you do? What? <laughs> I saw your message this morning. I'm like, I'm going to talk to her in an hour. I'll just tell her then. Because <laughs> it's funny because I, I feel like Instagram's algorithms are so weird because I shared in my feed. I shared in a post. Oh, I haven't seen it at all. Sort of. I just okay. feel like I don't owe Instagram people like all the nuances mm-hmm. of like how it happened and everything. But in case you're at, waiting at bated breath, Evie broke her arm mm-hmm. <laughs> climbing down or falling down from a tree at forest school. And oh, it's a bummer, but yeah. she's a trooper. It was like, so this week has been wild. And I, I was t- just talking to my friend about how like, if the same situations that have unfolded this week had unfolded like three weeks ago, I might've broken, mm-hmm. but I've been like laughing through it and dancing through it and making pizza in our pizza oven and still finding time for like for joy and still feeling very productive. It's been a really, I say like my daughter broke her arm. We had some car issues, like things like that. And I, I'm in such a good headspace. Oh my gosh, that's (laughs) phenomenal. 800 things coming this weekend. I mean, it is like, there's so much going on logistically, but it's amazing how like mental health and supporting ourselves in that way. And also just like the things, like the timing of things can so dramatically impact the way that we move through situations. Mm -hmm. And we try to teach this to Evie and Indy sort of, you know, even at this age all the time we're it's like all we can control sometimes is how we respond to situations. Mm-hmm. And this week has been very much an example of that. But yeah, Tuesday was already crazy. Like all of our typical rituals were kind of shuffled and switched. And I thank goodness for good weather this week because I was able to walk and still maintain my work sessions because we only had one car. And then I'm recording a podcast in the middle of the day, the time that I don't typically record a podcast. And mm-hmm. Rusty's trying to get Indy down. And that's usually my task. And he walks in halfway through. I'm down in the basement because that's the only place I could do it. And he walks in with her when I thought she was asleep. And he kind of looks at me, not, not no clear indication of what was going on. I thought he was frustrated because she wouldn't go down. And I kind of looked at him, not like, hey, get the hell out of here, kind of like what's going on. And he just turned around and, and walked out. I was like, okay. I think he didn't realize it was also a video <laughs> recording. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he, he leaves and I finish the recording and I go upstairs expecting like him to be like, oh man, okay, your turn to try to get her down. And the house was empty. <laughs> I was like, huh? And so I call him and I was like, what's up? And uh, he's like, yeah, we got a call from maybe school. She fell out of a tree and hurt her arm. I've got to go get her. So he brought Indy with her. So then on top of all the car shuffling, like Indy didn't nap. Matt was crazy. We had plans to go to the lake that afternoon with friends. Obviously that didn't happen. He brings her home. In the meantime, I'm walking to the car place to pick up our car. <laughs> and then he gets home. He, he's like, just, I'll come get you. I'll meet you. So then we do a car switch. I bring the girls home. And she was in pain, mm. like kind of whiny, but also like, I still want to go to the lake, you know, and then we get home and then she's like more whiny. I think as many of you probably can relate to, you bring a kid home from a long day at school, especially mm-hmm. with an injury and they like hold it together sort of. Mm-hmm. And then they get like mm-hmm. home is the safe space to just emote. Mm-hmm. So a lot more feelings, a lot more frustrations, a lot more, I think, realizing. And we weren't sure at that point what was going on, but it's like, because it wasn't like an her- obvious break. No, it's a fracture. Okay. So she could move her hand, like her wrist forward and back, forward and back. She can't twist her forearm at all. Mm-hmm. And there, it was like a little swollen. And so, and we were like talking to her about it. We waited, we iced it, you know, waited. And then she was like, it feels like when I try to twist this way, like it feels like there's something in there that's like blocking it. And we were like, mm-hmm. okay, it's mm-hmm. not working, you know? So then Rusty t- and Indy was just kind of 
beside herself. You know, she gets mm-hmm. so weird when she's tired. It's pretty hilarious, but also like <laughs> I needed to get that kid out of the house. And I didn't really want at that point. It was like too late in the day. So anyways, Rusty takes her to the walk-in clinic and I, we all sat in the backyard and had ice cream together first. And then, then he took her to the walk-in clinic and I took Indy to the beach. We have this one beach that's like the mouth of the Elwha River meets the Strait of Juan de Fuca. It's insane. It's only like 12 minutes from our house. So I loaded her up. It was like 80 something degrees. I was feeling a little bit of anxiety because when the weather is that way, like I have to get out into it because mm-hmm. this time of year, especially it's not, it's not that frequent. This spring has been unusual and the weather has been unreal, but so Andy and I got out to the water and like totally downregulated my nervous system. Like I know the things that I have to do. And honestly, with the past two months, I didn't want to go back to the hospital. It was a little triggering. Mm-hmm. It was a very stressful time for me, you know? And so, and Rusty, it was no question. It wasn't like, who's going to take her. It was like, he was handling it. And I think that really made him feel good. I think that's what Evie needed in that moment. I think Andy needed me. We need to get outside. So all the pieces just fell in and like communication was easy and it was just, it was simple. So I took Andy to the beach and then we came home and on top of all this, so we've set up our backyard and I think this has been another huge piece. It's like, we've set up our backyard to be just this like really lovely space for hanging out. And I know you kind of went through this. Was it last season that you mm-hmm. fixed up your yard? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember, but yes, or two. been there. Yeah. yeah. You get it. Yeah. It's game changing. Mm-hmm. Rusty built this really cool table. We bought da, 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 a pizza oven and oh, me so and i am exciting. now an affiliate with them i don't even like i literally don't have the words for how it changes the pizza the crust i don't <laughs> this thing cranks up to like 700 plus degrees you get to watch it sizzle and you get to watch the sourdough crust like rise and bubble and it is like this experience that and i'm a seven and i love food and i love sourdough so like it's all these things in combination mm-hmm. but it brings me so much joy <laughs> anyways if you're interested in one i have a link game changing. So anyways, because we, we were doing pizza with friends and he ended up ordering one while we were there because they were having this like crazy Memorial weekend sale. So he built this really nice, like it's, I mean, it's rustic, but he built this outdoor kind of counter table situation. And then we have our grill and we could put the uni on there and we have our Adirondack. We just bought like the nicer plastic Adirondack chairs. We've got our fire pit, we've got our garden beds. And so we've just been hanging out and eating meals out there. And so I get home and I like set Indy's camping high chair thing on that table. We eat a dinner together. I uh, did you get an element out like Bluetooth speaker? Oh yeah, yeah. Bananas. So I set that up. We're listening to <laughs> yeah. We're we're listening to like the Okie Dokie Brothers on Pandora, and and then they Rusty and Evie come home, come into the side gate. Like I grill them up some hot dogs and make them some focaccia, and we just like audibled because we had this plan of this picnic at the lake with the focaccia and all the things, and we just like it was all okay. We just shifted gears. They came home, they ate, and then we, I got Indy in the bath. And it was just like a very slow roll into the evening and into bedtime. And like, you know, lots of Arnica and just trying to give her space to feel, but also like ride that line between like, yes, this is unfortunate. But again, that conversation around like, you get to control how you respond to this. And you know what she kept thinking about the things she doesn't she can't do anymore she's like her so we're host we're having her birthday party this weekend which is a whole nother conversation she's like i'm not gonna be able to like swing the stick for the pinata i'm like well yeah you could do it with one hand it won't be you know it'll be different mm-hmm. but let's let's try and focus on the things that you can do you know and rusty was so good at that conversation without being like you know don't be a wimp in any capacity he's like let's focus on what you can do you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyways so that happened <laughs> 
And then, yeah. And then it was Wednesday and yesterday she went to school and we had already like had sourdough crust fermenting. And so we had this to look forward to. So it was another like 75, 80 degree day. We did pizza again last night. We just set up the sprinkler and like wrapped a plastic bag around her wrist. (laughs) That's like quintessential kit. Like that's like, yeah. And like the plastic bag around the, like the, the cast, like that's a core memory. I feel like she's going to have. I I think so too. And she's like, you know, they start like building mud soups and potions and, and her and Indy are just in this fun. It's a, it's, you know, Indy's about to be 18 months, which blows my mind. This kid is talking like a two-year-old. Oh my gosh. She can repeat back almost any word you say. She's like pointing to my face, like nose, eyes. She can say no. And it's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. And yes. <laughs> and like boo-boo, ouch. And just like, I can't believe her vocabulary just exploded. She's definitely been going through a leap, but just watching them engage and interact. The rest of the day are just like, I'm getting all the pizza ingredients. And like, we just get to bring it all outside to this tabletop thing. And, and the mess, like there's no mess. I just carry all the ingredients down. And we're in that time of year where there's like local asparagus and, and like tomatoes and all this stuff to throw on these pizzas. I just don't even have the words. It just brings me like in this week, there's been hard and stress and whatnot. And then also so much joy. Mm-hmm. And then coming into the, this is Evie's last week of school, which I know you know what that's like, where mm-hmm. it's like, there's, you know, like her, her naming ceremony at forest school and like all the end of year logistics. And then I have a sourdough workshop on Saturday. <laughs> we had to move her birthday. I don't remember if I shared this or not yet, but Rusty, we found out. So his wildland fire pack test is next Friday, the 16th. He leaves. We found out he leaves for Academy for 10 days on her birthday mm-hmm. on the 20th. And we had this whole birthday party planned for the 24th at this group with a group campsite and all the things, but like she wants him there. It's mm-hmm. very important. So we shifted gears last minute and her birthday party is now this weekend because the following week against Father's Day weekend. Then we know people are busy. All the campsites are booked. So I ended up getting two campsites next to each other. So we've got her like end of year potluck on Friday. We've got, I, I host a sourdough workshop on Saturday. And then on Sunday we have a birthday party and we're actually going to camp out. And this might be our only chance to camp with Rusty this summer, you know, because he's going to be working fire all summer long. So just a lot coming up. And, you know, all the, I'm, like the number of things I get to bake Akashas and breads and loaves to prep for the workshop and then also her sourdough chocolate cake and and like it's just again a month ago I would have lost my mind but right now I'm like excited and I have a plan and I've shifted my workshop to be more to make it a little bit easier and simpler for me and so I just I've, I, I'm feeling really good about everything I've got going that said I had therapy scheduled for today and I pushed back to next week because I'm like I just am kind of like head down enjoying mm-hmm. the joy focusing on getting all the to-do lists and tasks checked off. And then next week I want to sit down with my therapist and like really focus on, okay, Rusty's about to leave for 10 mm-hmm. days. And then once he gets back, he could leave with the drop of a hat. I'm not going to see him that as much as, you know, this summer is going to be very different. So I want to sit down with her next week and just like work on tools to help me move through that and, and that kind of thing. But yeah, there's a lot going on, yeah. um, but it also feels, it feels like doable. It's like that. We talked last week about the logistical load, you know, and like lessening it. And sometimes I guess my thought here is sometimes you can't lessen the actual load, Mm -hmm. but you can shift your perspective and approach to how you come at that load, I guess, or how you slowly check those things off. So yeah. (laughs) Wow. Bananas. (laughs) And y'all went on a trip too, right? Like y'all were on a vacation or I thought y'all went... we Did Joe canceled. go somewhere? Oh, wait. We oh, that's right. That's Bend. right. That's right. And I think I, I'm trying to remember if I shared here or not. We were going to, oh, we did. We took a, like a little, so we were going to go to Bend Memorial Weekend. We decided not to. 
for a number of reasons. Again, just like tapping into our needs, this desire to be home, which I think you could understand, like as an Enneagram seven, the fact that I am actually craving like to stay home and be in my yard and be in my space with just my family Mm -hmm. is actually like a, I feel like it's a pretty, pretty powerful sign of growth Mm -hmm. on my end. I'm not in this like escapism, like let's always be planning something and going somewhere. But then that next weekend, so the first Friday of June, my friend Katie and I brought our kiddo. She's got a 10 month old. I've got obviously our girls. And months ago we'd reserved this little, it's like this little wood cabin on the bluffs out in the Olympic national forest. So it's only like an hour and 45 minute drive, which that's the kind of trips that I have planned this summer. It's just like more local ish single nights, you know, just like pack up the cases. We, we, we set ourselves up last summer to make camping very easy. We have these two roam cases that we just have all of our, keep our camping stuff in. It's a matter of like getting help from somebody or Rusty and like lifting them on and hooking them onto our racks on the top of the car. And then we could just go be in go mode. So anyways, yeah, we went out for a night in this little cabin. I've gotten pretty good at like just knowing the things that we need. And I got a question about budgeting. So I'm going to share more, but like the way we're traveling now, and I recently did actually shared more about this on Instagram too, in a reel, but it's just like our approach to travel has changed so much, you know, like we're focusing on, we pack our own food, which I love. We skip the restaurants. We do beach picnics. We go on hikes. We, you know, and so it was so fun. So we just drove out there, went down to the beach, like watched the girls just play. Evie had, Indy had her first like wave tumble, but the beach out there at Claylock is like, it's, it's just, it's expansive and very, very small waves like roll in, especially when the tide's out. So they were just splashing in the water. She got, she like fell and kind of got like splashed by a tiny wave and had that experience, which I think is important for little <laughs> mm-hmm. kids to have, to like learn to respect the ocean mm-hmm. and, you know, just scooped her up and she was like, ah, and yeah, we played card games and we, I brought sourdough tortillas and we made tacos. And then the next morning and I just had breakfast on the bluff and it was lovely. And then came home met the boys, our husbands at the lake, and they brought sandwiches from our favorite local bakery. And we ate sandwiches at the lake and then came home and still had like so much weekend left, which was lovely. So we're trying to save our time together. Well, because that Friday it worked out well. He rusty had an all day wildfire, like refresher course. So he was busy all day anyways. So we didn't really miss time with him that we would have had otherwise. So we're really just trying to like save our time together before he starts this whole summer situation. And it's been good. It's, I, I feel again, like just in a good headspace. And I think the weather's helping. It's been sunny and like 70 degrees. And that plays a huge role in my mental health as well. But yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. I've got an almost six year old. The podcast is almost six, which I think we should touch oh on because this one's going to air. I, I know the day because our first episode aired three days before Evie was born. Mm-hmm. So I like forever June 17th is the podcast birthday, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. But this episode goes live on the 14th and then we'll have another catch up where we like really do some more reflecting on six years of podcasting. I know. Which, and I know you mentioned we're like nearing a million. Yeah. A downloads. million downloads. Like this Great. year, I will be shocked if we don't hit that. It's like nine seventy oh something at this point. So yeah. <laughs> Bananas. Get us there, friends. Tell your friends, <laughs> tell your buds, download our podcast episodes. It makes a big difference. Like if you're one of those people who just kind of goes into iTunes and like finds it and just plays it, not downloaded. If you have the the space on your phone, you could stop downloading our podcast. That would be huge. <laughs> that would be so sweet. You I never know think when about you're going to be actually. out of service. Yeah. I don't download most podcasts. Yeah. 
Hey there, friends. Pausing this episode to share a bit about our wonderful friend, Brianna White, a fantastic real estate agent based in Bend, Oregon. She's also a wife, mama, and a member of this awesome Modern Mamas podcast community. She has a super unique approach to real estate, which includes using her mobile Airstream bar for open houses and housewarming parties. And she offers a complimentary family photo shoot for her clients in their new home and then presents them with a beautiful coffee table book to cherish this major life milestone. I wish I had that when I moved into my home. Seriously. So cool. So if you're in Bend and looking for a real estate agent who truly understands the needs of a modern family, connect with our amazing sponsor. She's the perfect partner to help you find or sell your dream home. Even if you're not in Bend, Oregon, our fantastic sponsor, Brianna, can still help with your real estate needs. That's right. Brianna has access to top real estate agents all over the country, and she's more than happy to help you find the perfect agent for your needs, no matter where you are now or where you're looking to move. She does the legwork for you, interviewing agents in your area or your desired location, and then making a personal introduction to ensure you're working with someone who truly understands your needs and preferences. It's like having a personal real estate matchmaker. (laughs) So whether you're in Bend or anywhere else in the country, don't hesitate to reach out to Brianna. Let someone else do the searching when it comes to finding a great real estate agent. You deserve the best and Brianna will help make that happen. Supporting our sponsor can be as simple as following her on Instagram at Brianna Sells Bend. That's at B-R-E-A-N-A Sells Bend, where you'll find great content, education, gorgeous homes, and family adventures. I'm sure you will connect with her just like we have. Thank you, friends, for supporting our podcast by considering our sponsor, Brianna, for your real estate needs. Check her out at briannasellsbend.kw.com. That's B-R-E-A-N-A sellsbend.kw.com. Brought to you by Brianna White, broker with Keller Williams Realty, Central Oregon Equal Housing Opportunity. Now, let's dive back into our episode. I did... Just because also like data, like if you have space on your phone and then like, Mm -hmm. I like to listen to podcasts when I'm driving or like walking or whatever, it's easier if you have it, like it doesn't use your data if you have it downloaded on your phone and you can just like listen to it or at least, I mean. It just takes up storage. Yeah, just storage space. And then I'll just delete them like after I've, I've listened to everything. At least that's what Tim told me. I am like technologically just about as like. I don't know. I don't, I'm not good with it, but that's what Tim told me. He's like, you know, to keep your data low, usage mm. low, download the podcast. So you got to choose data or storage. Yeah. And if we have any say, save your data, friends. <laughs> you got to pay for that Give data. Give us a little space in your storage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. That's yeah. Anyways. Anything so else? Birthdays, summer, summer solstice is coming on the 21st. Lots of things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no. How's I work? Like that's, Work's going good. Work is it's good. Yeah. So I will find out at, by the end of this month whether you know, like, what's next because I'm right now contracted for CrossFit quarterly. I'm feeling really. I'm having great conversations with my boss. I feel very utilized. Like all my pregnancy and postpartum content has gone live to affiliates, and now like content and publishing are talking about using some of that stuff to be more even more public facing. I am feeling very like fulfilled in the work that I get to do. My t- team is kick-ass. So I'm hoping, so basically at the end of this month, it'll be either like another quarterly contract renewal. I'm I'm hoping to come on permanent, either part-time or full-time. I think with our given circumstances, part-time would fit into what we're doing, but full-time we would just have to make some shifts and I I would make it work because I love the work. It's, it's flexible. I get my stuff done. I, there's like trust and respect amongst the team. It's just cross. It's a really incredible incredible company to work for. And I'm so grateful to be back full circle, you know, six years later, seven or five, 
years later after having worked for them for five, four years, 2013 to 2018. Yeah. Wild. So that's been really great. And then also one more share that I forgot about. So I came on here and talked about how EV, you know, we're gearing up for homeschool in the fall. We found this really cool local program, all this stuff. Another shift of gears, again, always reserving the right to change my mind. We had like looked into this local Montessori school that is literally, literally, literally a block away. (laughs) If I walk out into the middle of my street, like I can basically see it. And they have a kindergarten. It goes up to through kindergarten. And we had reached out and they were like, sorry, we're full. And I was like, okay, we're going to just go to homeschool right away. You know, but I, this is our last opportunity to have her in a non-public school program. We really love Montessori. I know you can relate Mm -hmm. to that. And outside of that, after kindergarten, it's just public school or like, you know, like a religious school. And and that's not the path that we want to take. And so we know we want to homeschool, but I love the idea of her having this kindergarten year where she's going to learn to read what she's craving, start to learn numbers. And their science teachers are park rangers from the Olympic National Park. Like it's so so awesome. And it's half days. So she'll go from nine to one. And then I get, and I have that time to work. And then in the afternoons, we're going to prioritize getting out into the park, getting out into nature with both girls. And then, you know, and so anyways, so shifting gears, she's going to have this year at the Montessori kindergarten down the street. That is so fun. And then we'll, I'm super excited. And then we'll shift into, we can't pass it up. I mean, yeah, you know, it're like five days a week. It's down the street. We, her forest school is 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes away. So if you think about that, now that we don't have our carpool anymore, cause they moved closer to the forest school. So right now, Rusty is driving. He's in the car like two hours a day with Indy in the car in the morning so that I can still have my work time. And so that time, getting that time alone back, plus the gas, you know, and we toured it and Evie was like, she didn't want to leave. And now every time we walk past it or drive past it, she's like, that's my new school. Like she's so excited. So so it feels really Right. And I had to like grieve a little bit the loss of, cause she was going to go to the forest school for one more year. Okay. That's what I was asking. I, I didn't, couldn't remember if like she aged out of the forest school or if it was like. She had aged out of any five day a week option. Okay. But the fun thing is she, so she was going to be like on the older end of the skills one class this coming fall this year, mm-hmm. but now we'll skip that year at forest school. And the following year she will be old enough cause they go seven to 10. She can go into the skills two class. So she can still go. So in for her first grade year, which will be fall 2024, I'll homeschool, use that local program. She'll be in first grade and she'll get to go to skills two twice a week. So it just, and then that, that winter, like, so I guess January, 2025, which is crazy to even think about <laughs> Indy gets to go to the forest school. So they'll oh get to overlap. Gosh. So anyways, in case you're wondering about all the logistics, which I get questions about a lot. So I'm glad you're here. If you're yeah. curious. That's what's going on in my world. I can't yeah. share it on social media. I have no plans to, at least not in any time soon. So that is what's happening in our world. A lot, again, logistics, right? Like so many shifts, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It, it feels like all those logistics are falling into this like giant puzzle and they're exactly how they're supposed to be unfolding. Mm. Mm. I love Stop. it so much. I'm so excited for Montessori school. I just have like, obviously oh, giddy. a special, special place in my heart for the approach and I just have a feeling Evie's going to love it. Like, I think she's going to blossom and bloom there. Like, mm. especially if you, you've said she's already craving kind of some of that, like more structured. I mean, yeah. it's not, I mean, it's not even like that structured in terms of like the Montessori approach, but just like that classroom style. I don't know. It's just, it's sweet. It is. It's like, to me, the perfect balance of like 
structure and freedom in the classroom. So it's going to be great. Yeah. You've inspired me a lot. And it's always been on my radar. We haven't had an opportunity. It's always been full. So yeah. the fact that the spot opened up, I was like, I feel like this is the way it's supposed to go this, yeah. this fall. And the teachers were amazing. They're so flexible. We'll save a little bit of money, which is crazy to think about considering, yeah. you know, this is an actual classroom. I'll show learn to read. It's a small class. We know other kids there already. Her best buddy who we're neighbors with, who turned us on to the pizza oven, her daughter's going to be there three days a week in the preschool. So she's a year younger than Evie. Mm. So we get to overlap in that capacity too. And like, I, I, I believe it's a normal Montessori thing to have the different ages at least oh, yeah. certain times of day over overlap so they'll Mm -hmm. get time together still yeah usually well like in our experience the classroom so there's the toddler classroom there's primary which is there's like a three-year age range and then there's elementary and then there's like upper and lower l so there's like they're like ages they're with kids who are like within a three-year age range in the same classroom and i think that's fairly typical it may not be like three years for everyone but like usually there's a range of ages together learning. And part of that is like they, like the young ones get to learn from the guy, the teacher, but also from the older kiddos and the older kiddos learn by teaching the younger kiddos and like showing and, you know, explaining things. And so it's just a really cool model. I love that so much. Yeah. And there's a lot of similarities to the forest school, but now there's like, you know, on the walk over there, she's like, mama, I just, I feel like I'm ready for you know, a classroom again. And she's just such a creative, like she wants like real deal art supplies and like mm-hmm. a reading corner. And mm-hmm. they have all these cool wood things that she, she walks in and just like, I could just see her light up. Aww. And I think she needs to be simulated in that way for a while. And then it will also be good for me and Indy selfishly because, because Evie's at four school all day, when she gets home, I'm not as much like, okay, let's get you outside. Cause I know mm-hmm. she's been out there for four or five hours. So mm-hmm. now my plan is to like close everything up after school and and she has outdoor time, but not in the forest. Mm-hmm. And so like more, you know, really prioritize that time for the three of us together to get out into it. And I think that'll be great too. So it's going to be great. Oh, I'm excited for you. Place. Thank you. Yeah. And how like <clears throat> breezy to just be like, okay, we're going to walk for or to school in the morning. Like that's just like, I know. I, cause I know that that like whole carpool transportation that has been like just a challenge I think I mean for y'all in the last like year or so and so it's been yeah yeah this will be huge huge cool all right well that's the latest here what is going on in your world I I feel like we haven't had much opportunity to to catch up this week so I know I know you had like sent a boxer and then I was like okay I'm gonna come back on and then I was like well we're just gonna talk on Thursday and so it's like, I always know it's like, I don't know. It's like, we are such good friends and, it, but it's like interesting because we don't always get to talk like us outside of our podcast episodes, but like, it's just a special time for us to kind of fill each other in. And, you know, it's like, I, I don't have a ton going on. Actually. I mean, we kind of do. It's just, I'm just in a weird place right now. And I know I've had a couple of people like reach out after the last couple episodes because I've kind of shared a little bit of that. You know, just like mentally how how I've been feeling and physically it's you know there's been challenges and like personally like even this morning without sharing too much there's just a lot going on with Tim's dad. And so Tim is actually going to Corpus like just a really last minute change of plans. I think he actually just left. 
last minute change of plans where, you know, we got some information last night and he was like, I, I need to go to Corpus tomorrow to kind of like take care of some things. And so he is headed there this morning. So it's like, it's just a lot of just challenges, I, I think, in the midst of a lot of like really good things. Like summer has the transition this year has been a, a lot smoother, I think, than in the past for me, at least like mentally. And part of that has probably to do with like <laughs> me being a little bit like, what am I doing with my life? There's not a technically a lot on my plate. Whereas in past summers, there's, you know, it's, there's been a lot for me to try and like balance work wise. And so that's a bonus, but it's also like, so I've been doing chiropractic care and I just had my second 12 week scan. So I've been doing it for no 12 week, four week, four week, four week scan. So I've been doing the chiropractic care consistently for eight weeks and it's been great. And this last scan, I'm just like all over the place this morning, but this last scan showed me Things are improving with my like spine and my nervous, well, not necessarily my nervous system. We'll get into that, but like my spine itself and like the, the muscles around my spine are really like improving and that's been great. It's been slow going, but, but also expected, like I expected it to be that. And especially after like chatting with the chiropractors that I'm working with, like, it's just like, you know, we've got to show up, do these things, go take a lot of steps back physically from what I was doing in terms of like working out and exercise before I got injured, just even like going back to like, literally I'm doing like, like I just had a baby and I am doing <laughs> like rebuilding my core from like the ground up, which has been you cool. and Rusty kind of both. Like right. Has he been doing, doing too? too? Oh yeah. Cause of his, his, all his surgery and everything has been like huge steps, step, like way slow down. I feel like he's postpartum is what it feels like for his training. <laughs> I mean, yeah, essentially it is. It's like, you know, whenever you have that sort of damage to like your core, you really have to like relearn everything. And I'm sure he's going through probably a lot of the, I don't know, he's probably handling it a lot more gracefully than I am, but like, I, it's frustrating at times as someone who has been mostly physically, like very physically active through their life. It's frustrating. But at the same time, I know this is like a really good foundation for the rest of my life. Like I have to think long term here, which I haven't necessarily done in the last like 10 years since having kids. So it's good. It's good. Like I can feel my abdominals working in ways that they never have. I can feel my breath integrating in ways that it never has. Like I'm just so much more aware and it's good. It's really, really good. My nervous system, however, like part of the scan, they are measuring like your heart rate variability, which is this indicator of like nervous system, like where you're at. It's indi indicative of a lot of things, but that is just really hanging out in fight or flight which is interesting to me because I feel like there's a lot, I feel like there's no big, like, it's not like my partner's having abdominal surgery or, you know, like my kid has broken their arm. There's no like re really what like challenges that are happening, but it's like this low level. I was talking to Matt, who's one of the chiropractors that's, that's been working with me. I'm like, it's just, it's it's like your hierarchy of needs, right? Like you remember that pyramid where it's like your basic needs, you need to feel secure in these like basic things like food, shelter, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not like we're like, you know, going to lose our house or anything like that. It just feels like 
I don't know what's coming next because there's been a lot of shifts with like my work and with Tim's work like that he's building. And I feel like even though in my heart, like I know everything's going to be okay. It's like my brain cannot wrap its its mind, its brain around the fact that that like we're going to be okay. It's like anticipating like, okay, like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Like I can't shut it off. And so therefore I think that's like translating into just like a prolonged stress response, like low level stress response. And so it's nothing like catastrophic, like when you look at my scans, but it's just like my body is having a hard time regulating back to kind of like, like decompressing essentially. So I feel that like, I'm just feeling that I'm feeling that constantly. I'm feeling like Tim and I were talking about it this morning where I feel just like disconnected from like my faith, which is really hard. I feel not just like, like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't believe anymore. It's more just like, I, I'm in a place where in most of my life, I have released a lot of control in a lot of areas because I feel like there's a higher power for me that is in control. And right now I'm like, I like willingly and like knowingly am like, yeah, that's true. But like, I don't want to necessarily believe that. And I want to take control. And I feel like I need to do all these things to make sure that like, we're going to be okay. And so I'm like, kind of like willingly, you know, in the morning, I used to like spend time with my Bible and like doing, you know, readings and like journaling and stuff. And it's like every morning I wake up and I'm like, I could do that. I could do that, but I don't want to. It's like willingly just choosing not to, I don't know, like do the things that I know that will help me. And it's like, I, I'm aware of it. It's not even like I'm, I am unaware as I'm going through this. It's like, I just don't want to. And we're talking, Tim and I were talking this morning and it feels like he was reading this book and it it was termed like desolation, which sounds like dramatic. <laughs> desolation it reminds me of Lord of the Rings. But like, it's this feeling that just is like, kind of like underlying hopelessness. This sounds so bad. This sounds like people should probably like check in on me that like, am I doing okay? But it's just, it's not, it's not to that degree of like, whoa, something's wrong. It's just a low level of kind of like apathy, friend. And I am just in it and like hopeful and still praying that like, I will make my way out of it soon. But like, I don't know, it's just an interesting place to be for someone who is like, lived most of their life in an optimistic, positive, happy-go-lucky state. So that's where I'm at (laughs) mentally and emotionally. And that's a lot. Acknowledging all of that in and of itself is a lot. And then thinking about working through it has got to just feel, it's, I mean, that's huge. It goes beyond any sort of like logistical load of like planning your week. Right. And it's like, it's, I mean, it's like pretty existential. It is existential. That's exactly what it is. And it's, it's like, I, I don't know. It's almost like such a cliche. I feel like I'm going through this kind of like midlife crisis unintentionally where I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, what is, what is life? Like, what is, what's next? Like, it's like, I've lived half of my life and now I'm entering into this. It's not like I've, I've talked about this before. It's not like I've ever been like, oh my God, 40, like I'm so scared. 
Like, I've never knowingly felt that way, but, like, it feels like something is shifting as I'm nearing this, like, milestone age. And I feel, I just feel like I'm I'm existing versus, like, thriving. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I, you know, physically I'm not feeling well. I feel like I have aged, like... I feel like I've aged like 10 years in the last year and I have no idea why. I'm just like looking in the mirror. I'm like, whoa, like I look different. And again, this could just be like mentally like a kind of like a dysmorphic thing. But I keep asking Tim, I'm like, have I always looked this way? (laughs) I look tired. I look and I'm getting plenty of sleep. I just feel I look tired. I feel like I've got and, and again, like Aging is a is a, a normal process, and Tim and I talk about this all the time because he's like, "You are getting older," and I'm like, "I know," but like, I feel like it's sped up in the last like couple of years, and like, I've got all these gray hairs, and which I've always had, but like, I mean, they are like popping, and I'm just feeling different. I'm feeling different, and it's a weird it's a weird feeling. I'm not feeling like myself physically, emotionally, mentally, and so now I think what's for me next is just how do I transition into whatever's next and not knowing what's next is hard. I mean, I feel like I'm just repeating myself. It's just a lot of unknown space ahead of me. <laughs> this sounds so dramatic. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's like, that's life, right? Like the, the, the what's ahead is always unknown, mm-hmm. but having a deeper awareness of it mm-hmm. just can make it so freaking overwhelming. So. I know. I know. Part of me just wishes I was like blindly skating through life and not aware. <laughs> it might be easier, but it's, I mean, this, but it, not it, as fulfilling and yes. not as, not as deep of a life lived. I feel like. Yeah. And I feel like there's so much good ahead. It's just, we're in just like a holding pattern in a lot of ways. And so it's going to be okay. I do. I truly feel that in my like bones, and I feel that like I have the capacity and I've seen this play out in my life um, just hundreds of times before to reinvent myself, to do something new, to try a new path. And that is part of my story. And I feel like there's more to that, more of that to come. I just wish I knew what it was. <laughs> like what was next? So anyways, that's kind of a little bit about how things are going with me. I'm feeling stronger physically. It's just also like we talked about this, about this at the chiropractor Cause it's like, I, they ask a bunch of questions about like, you know, you're just a bunch of questions when they do this check-in. And I was like, I feel like now more than ever, I realize how important movement is and like regular physical activity that, that is challenging enough to where you feel like I just expended a good amount of energy. And there's value, so much value in like walking and gentle yoga and, you know, stretching. That's incredibly valuable but like at the same time if i'm not expending enough energy throughout the day my sleep is affected because i don't haven't created the sleep debt and then my eating patterns are affected because i'm not creating this like need for nourishment in my body like i'm feeling that to my core like my my eating's all wonky my appetite is weird my sleep is okay, but like at the same time, it's like I'm not like falling into bed, like ready to go to sleep at night, which has that's like never been the case for me. And so it just like I have to be patient. I'm working back to this like cornerstone habit, habit of movement that I think will really have a, a ripple cascade effect for me. So it's really given me like a 
a real, like a, a strong sense of empathy for people who can't be physically active for various reasons or in a season of life where they're prolonged, like, you know, like they haven't been able to move or they have to be sedentary for like a prolonged period of time or, you know, for various reasons, like they have got a schedule where like they can't get, get physical activity in. Like I have so much empathy, so much more empathy for those who are in the same like boat because it's so, it's just, I just feel like physical activity is such a cornerstone thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you feel that way ever? Like if when you're not moving, like things are, <laughs> are not good. <laughs> I, I, I literally cannot. I, cannot. <laughs> I know. And it's like, I guess I just never really realized the impact. You know what I mean? I think that's what oh, I'm yeah. trying to say in a long, very my long deepest, winded way. This season of my life when I was, I was in chronic pain and I had to like dramatically reduce my movement and find new ways to move. It ended up being a very powerfully like important time of my life, but it was, it was dark yeah, <laughs> for me. I mean, I, movement is, it's so important. And I just wish people, I wish more people understood that you don't have to be like a nonstop mover like me, everybody, no matter, even if you're a nine and you love the couch and blankets, like moving is so medicinal. It's wild. Hello, my loves, Jess here. Have you heard of a favorite things party before? Well, this is like that, sort of, except that I'm a party of one and this favorite item is truly life-changing. So maybe that makes it more than a favorite, like a must-have instead. Anyways, I digress, as usual. I recently fell in absolute and total love with the brand new 100% grass-fed and finished chocolate whey protein with colostrum from Paleo Valley. This protein is unparalleled in both the flavor and creaminess department, and I'm adding it to everything my yogurt my shakes and even my coffee for a delicious bevy reminiscent of an ice smoker from your favorite coffee shop the really cool part is the addition of colostrum which is one of the most powerful superfoods on the planet because it's a fragile compound though it matters how you process it so that you don't lose any of the bennies Thanks to a proprietary low temperature drying method used by Paleo Valley, the beneficial compounds are preserved, harnessing the muscle, weight loss, gut, immune and inflammation supportive benefits of the high quality grass fed whey and colostrum that they use. So if you want to check out Paleo Valley 100% grass fed and finished whey protein, plus all of their other amazing products that we talk about all the time, head on over to www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas for 15% off your order. Okay, bye. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I mean, it's like a hard lesson I'm learning, but like never going to take it for granted again. <laughs> like I really am not like, even this morning I woke up and I'm still feeling it. Like, it's just weird. Like, I don't know if I slept on my arm wrong or what, but like feeling this weird, like nervy pain into my arm where it's just like low level there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and to ha and people in pain, like true pain 24 seven, it, it does something to you. It's like, it, it becomes, we were talking about this at the chiropractor. It's like your brain has real, like when you have pain or discomfort, your brain creates this like pathway to it, like neurologically, physically to where it's so aware, it's aware mm -hmm. of it. And that, that pathway gets reinforced and then trying to get out of that pain. Even when you are out of that pain, you have to like break this like pathway and this like awareness even if it's not there anymore or to the same level you have to like retrain your brain and it's just like it's wild it's wild. you read tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow right yes 
I'm Did you in read it right it? now. Oh, I'm good. not done. I it's so good. And I keep thinking of I keep thinking about Sam. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And like and the phantom pain and like the the foot and the and just like living with that. Cause I think back to when I was in chronic pain and it like totally disrupted every component of my day for the mm. most part. And he just uh, yeah, anyways, I just I I can't imagine. I really can't. <laughs> yeah. It is it's it's bananas. And so while I'm not like claiming that I'm in this like significant amount of pain or anything like that, it's just I, I feel it's all relative like relative to yeah, I feel like I have I'm scratching the surface of what that's like and it's hard. And so mm-hmm. my heart just goes out to people who are in a similar boat and yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at. And then, you know, on the positive side, let's talk about some positives to kind of wrap this up because I do like to, not trying to like be like, oh, everything's fine. But like, I think there's immense power in gratitude and focusing on the things that are like amazing because there's plenty of that, you know, even in the midst of hard. And so what's amazing right now is we had, you know, the weather's been amazing. It's starting to get hot, but the last like, the first couple of weeks of summer, it was like, because we've had so much rain, uncharacteristic amounts of rain for this time of year, like it's just been cooler and like more pleasant outside. However, the flip side of that is the mosquitoes are so happy. So mosquito season down here in Texas has been like off the chain because of the rain. It is like bananas. They're like little dinosaurs flying around the air and we even treat our yard with this like safer option and it's still like it's just you've got to like douse yourself in bug spray when you go outside right now but we've been sitting being able to spend a lot more time outside because of the weather the pool opened and we're doing a lot of that and it feels great because the sun is just so powerful (laughs) it's like such a powerful medicine the other day i was having Just I was in my feels and everyone wanted to go to the pool and I didn't really want to go because of a variety of reasons. And I went and I was just like, you know, Tim took the kids and like, you know, did the dad thing in the pool and like threw them around. And I just got to kind of sit in the sun and I was like, I feel happy. (laughs) I feel instantaneously happier being outside and just soaking up that vitamin D was so great. So we've been spending a lot of time at the pool. So Bear is at summer camp this week. It's not a sleepaway camp, but it's in the town over. He's staying with our friends. So they are doing the pickup and drop off every day and he's spending the night with with them and he's spent the night there like just, I mean, hundreds of times since he was born. So it's all just great. We're getting so, like, I miss him so, so much. He is just like my little buddy, but he's having like literally the time of his life. So much fun. And so he's at sleepaway or summer camp and then Cammy. We are having also the time of our life and it has been so great. Like she, she, she was born to be an only child and she is like living her best life without, I mean, she misses her brother. She said she, we asked her if she missed Bear and she was like, no way. But she like made him a welcome home sign already, like the first day he was gone. So I know there's like, you know, she's loving the attention and she's loving getting, you know, both of her parents to herself for like the first time probably since she was born and it's been really really awesome but at the same time I know she misses her brother so we've just been doing a lot together like she loves the chiropractor (laughs) she's like she I think she's an Enneagram four and when we walk into the chiropractor it's like this really cool vibe there's like they have like EMF covers over like the you know the industrial like office lights and they have these like twinkle lights and they have this plant wall and they have this like 
really you have to take your shoes off when you come inside and there's this like rug that's like a cowhide like a real cowhide rug and there's music and like soft lights and she adores it every time I'm like do you want to come to the chiropractor with me because it's like a 45 minute drive she's like yes I want to go and she wants to get adjusted and so we've been having like really special time driving to and fro and like the other day we went and we had to kill some time between my appointments and we went thrifting which she loves thrifting she's like my little thrift buddy so we got her some summer clothes and some new shoes and she just like (laughs) it's just so cute she is it's funny because oftentimes I'll say like Bear and I are a lot alike but the more I get like the more personality that Cammie like starts to develop and kind of step into we are alike in a lot of ways which is really really cool And her and her dad are very similar in a lot of ways, but like we share a lot of the same interests. And so it's really just easy to be with her. And so we are baking a lot. We made these like, oh my God, we made these the most incredible blondies. I've never had a blondie in my life, but we watch a lot of like kids bake show and they always are doing blondies. And we're like, we're going to make blondies. So we have this list of things we're going to bake all summer and they were on them. So we made them and they were like, I'm not kidding. They were life-changing. They were like the most buttery salty, caramelly things I've ever eaten. And so we made blondies. And then yesterday we made a red velvet cake, which is one of my favorite desserts on the planet. And so we made that. Like, we just been baking a lot. She has been really stepping into her own, like, she made her own breakfast yesterday, like, on the stove, which gives me a lot of, like, kind of anxiety. But she, there's a lot of power in letting her, like, she wants to do things on her own and so the more and more comfortable we get with her like using tools and the stove and the oven it's just really fun to watch her be like okay I'm gonna make my own breakfast this morning and so she's been doing that we took her to the movies yesterday to see Little Mermaid because Bear had no interest in seeing it and so her me and Tim went and she just she just loved it she's she's living her best life and So that's kind of what's going on with the kiddo end. She also is my kiddo who's like not really that interested in doing any sort of summer camps. And Bear is very interested in doing summer camps. So we have him in like three other soccer camps. So he's going to start doing that. Another one next week, we're going on a family. So growing up every year, we went to our family reunion on one of the rivers here in Texas called the Frio River. Frio means cold and it's really cold, but it's a beautiful river. And so I haven't been in a while. My mom invited us because it's like the 100-year anniversary of this family reunion. And so we got a house with my siblings and my mom. And we're going to do that over Father's Day weekend. And so it's going to be great because just anytime the cousins get together and get to kind of like frolic outside is beautiful. So we're going to do that next weekend. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else big. I got to see my nephew play. He's a baseball, little baseball player. And so that he got invited to the Little League All-Star team. And so they had their last game last weekend. And so I don't know. I just, there's just a lot of like really normal, really wonderful things happening. And so those are some of the positives. Feeling, getting better, healing slowly. Kids are really living their best life, and we've got a couple a little small trips to look forward to, and that's where we're at. I think that I just like verbally vomited for like 20 minutes, but uh. bring on the puke. I love it. <laughs> and I, I just appreciate too, like the the well-rounded nature of life and the way mm-hmm. that you just you share it all like so authentically. It's like you go from like existential 
intense, but then also like there's levity and there's joy Mm -hmm. and a good reminder to me and to everyone that those all can coexist and they will. You can't fight it. They will. I mean, that's life, right? Like that is just, that's like one of the biggest lessons I think that I've learned in this almost 40 years is like, it all, like, it's never going to be perfect, but it is, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you're, Mm -hmm. my idea of perfection may be like, everyone's happy all the time. We have everything that we need all the time. There's never any questions and that's not going to happen for me, (laughs) you know? I mean, because realistically life is, life is what it is, but it's perfect in that like, this is what it is. Like, this is, this is life and I'm living it and I'm here and I'm engaged and I'm like, you know, we're in it and we're not like looking away from the hard and we're accepting those challenges, but we're also experiencing like intense moments of joy and fun. And I think this, the second half of my life here is what I'm stepping into is like, this is life and it's okay. So I feel like I was always seeking Sorry to kind of wrap this up, like seeking to get to this moment where like everything is good. And now I'm learning that like everything is good even now. So I don't have to keep looking for it. So that's kind of my takeaway. There's good in the right now. Yeah. Because it's never, life will always, like you said, that will always be perfectly imperfect. Yeah. So just like versus trying to always find this arbitrary end goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, this is it. This is right here. Yeah. Right here, too. I mean, that's, right yeah, here. that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like I have no more words. <laughs> no more words. All gone. All, All gone. gone. But much needed. I feel like, gosh, I feel like I was waiting for this catch-up episode to kind of do a little bit of processing. So Yeah, that's like when we first hopped on pre-recording. You're like, what's up? I was like, let's just press go. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see what comes let's out see. of my let's mouth. Let's see what comes out. Totally. <laughs> Oh, the best. Awesome, friend. Well, I love you. And I, I hope you. that you're, yeah, just, I mean, I'm sure you'll keep us keep us posted, keep me posted, and we'll keep continuing to process through here. But thinking about y'all, thinking about little Evie and too, her birthday friend. coming up soon. And yeah. Anyways. So wild. Thanks for tuning in, Lord. Lords. <laughs> lords. <laughs> our lords and ladies. <laughs> <laughs> God, I need to go. Someone take my uh, mic away. Someone lords. just take it. Take it. Turn it off. <laughs> my lords and ladies, thanks for tuning in. Lords and ladies, you enjoy your day. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.